I, I, I sort of couldn't get up this morning. I sort of felt pretty pinned to my bed and I think part of that had to do with, a, a, my, I had therapy session yesterday uh, and it sort of opened up certain things that are different from the constantly achieving uh, side of me. Hey guys, welcome to my second ever bonus episode. I feel like I have tough days and that's when I'm just inspired to get vulnerable, get real, and try and give you some actionable steps connected to the not so pretty side of vulnerability. The one that's not perfectly uh, packaged and even understood, but just, you know, just throws out a little bit of messiness and helps you understand what the journey can be like even now when we have the knowledge and skills an upcoming program that's connected to this theme. And I'm so excited because I've been thinking about this for so, so long. And so many people come to me asking, you know, what were the first steps? And um, how did you end up changing your whole life from that place of suicidal rock bottom to one of, of success, winning and self-awareness? And I've tried to just package into sort of a mental health uh, adversity, adversity to advantage boot camp. Um, six weeks uh, to give people the foundational steps that I've uh, learned myself, but also that I've um, gathered information and data on from all the people that I've interviewed along the way. But for now, hope you enjoy the show. Morning, everyone. Uh, I feel like I need to test myself as far as vulnerability and showing up as I truly am. I think I've become a little bit guilty of the, the fancy outside, which is, you know, Instagrammable and so many things are going well in business and uh, running lots of training sessions and living my message and all that sort of thing, which is true. It's all true and it's all amazing and wonderful. And there's another side of this whole journey of entrepreneurship that is frankly, pretty tricky. And I feel like I'm, I'm learning as I go, and, but not everything has a perfect sort of bow on the end of it just yet. Uh, and so I want to show up and I, I, I sort of couldn't get up this morning. I sort of felt pretty pinned to my bed. And I think part of that had to do with, uh, I had therapy session yesterday, uh, last night, just before bed. Uh, and it sort of opened up certain things that are different from the constantly achieving. Um, also, part of my constantly achieving side is really a coping mechanism for a, a history that um, included not having an education, being the second youngest of five, uh, living in communes, feeling like I constantly had to, to prove myself or show my, my worth in the world. So I'm really fucking good at the story of winning and the story of, of mindset and of even showing up as my vulnerable self because I'm quite open with with my story but that's historical it's like oh that happened like I'm I'm guilty of of showing that the 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 thing that this shit happened in the past and now I'm winning and I've figured it out right and as much as I interview people on the podcast about what we call the messy middle um that's part of what life is at the moment is there's amazing highs and there's loads of messy middle gray area stuff and I feel like part of my mission is to get really truthful and real about that. So this morning I couldn't wake up. Um, don't make fun of me. Don't make fun of me because I still got up at about 7.15. But I had this internal battle from about 6 a.m., which is when I wanted to get up. Um, and I just felt like a weight. I just felt pinned down to my bed. I felt lonely. And I literally woke up for the first time in a long time and started looking at jobs. I was like, maybe I'm not cut out for this. 
maybe maybe I need to actually work for someone and I just can't crack this like lonesome ranger um, constantly pushing myself out there um, to, to build something when, when I'm the only one who, who believes in my specific mission. Maybe it's not enough. Um, maybe my unique impact in the world is best placed uh, working for someone else and helping their mission. And maybe it's only worth a side hustle. Like maybe it's not enough to, to be built or, or seen as the, the main thing, the main event, you know. How do I have the audacity to think that my mission is enough to, to sort of earn a living and to be big enough and bold enough to create real impact when there's so many people out there that have story and that have the, the, the possibility. And, and so behind the scenes of the visionary aspect, which I'm pretty good at, is the relentless work ethic, the relentless driving forward, the relentless working on mindset. And I think I just felt a bit emotionally tired and spent um, and a window into my life is I try and get up early. I am constantly on the podcasts and kind of listening to people that I admire who are um, building up my own mindset, um, you know, fail fast. If I've got a down day, I, I spend very little time either in flagellation or compassion. I'm just like forward action, continued forward action is the name of the game. Uh, and I still find that, that I get anxious or that there's anxiety with sitting with stillness. And I've told myself a perfect story about how meditation just doesn't quite work for me. Um, it just doesn't quite suit my state of mind. And some of that might be true. I prefer movement. Um, but the reality is that sitting with silence and sitting with myself can still be pretty difficult. It feels like that's the danger zone of getting in negative thinking or um, like self-doubt or, or the going, shit, maybe I'm not on my game. Maybe, maybe there's a part of me that's unlovable. Maybe all this um, kind of posturing uh, and, and showing up as if I know what I'm doing it is in fact posturing or is in fact like a cover-up. Maybe it's a cover-up. Um, and so I am pushing myself on, on all frontiers and I'm trying to practice a bit of self-compassion and that maybe my body is just saying, you know, take a breath, have some reflection. And it, but it's really highlighting this idea of community, of tribe. I've, I've, in the last week or two, have just felt so much more starkly like an outsider looking in to other people's lives and communities, which was the driving force to me going on LinkedIn and going, maybe there's a job that I can just get a little community hit and show up for part-time, or, or maybe, maybe I need to give in to something, for, literally for the sake of my soul, for like the community element. And I do have people, like I do have one-to-one -one coffees and deep people and deep connections, but I don't feel like I have a tribe or a community that, that I feel not only that I can see them, but that they can fully see me. But then I have to question, why is that? Why do I feel like nobody can fully see me? And what's my part in perpetuating the message that you can see this part of me that is together and is consciously parenting and is consciously dating and is, um, you know, just continuing to drive forward in, in business and going for lots of different opportunities. 
but what's my part in how come I feel like I'm not fully seen? And I, if I really truly am honest and reflect, I have to take ownership for the fact that that's what I'm portraying in the world. Even the depth is like the, the curated depth, you know, the curated safe depth um, where, where I can go, yeah, this is really challenging and uh, I figured it out. So let's connect on that bit that I've figured out, right? Um, or, or the bit that was hard yesterday, but not today. Um, so I felt like having a duvet day and just disconnecting, which hasn't happened for a while and always feels a little bit scary because in my mind, it brings me straight back to sort of 10 years ago, 10, 12 years ago, when I was literally in the abyss of despair um, and the, like every step felt like darkness and there, it felt like sludge and like there would never be a way through and that I couldn't count on myself, much less anyone else. And I know that I'm in a completely different place of self-awareness and of growth and of um, knowledge and that addiction doesn't impact my life anymore. But at the same time, stopping sometimes or feeling that in a small uh, sort of portion makes me feel like, oh, fuck, um, maybe it's all right there. Maybe all I am is an addict. Maybe all I am is somebody who's depressed, who's just trying to survive, right? And that work and, and message and work ethic is, is just a coping strategy. Yes, granted, it might be a slightly healthier one than um, putting my life at risk um, or, or drinking or um, any of those things. Um, but still, what's the intention? Is it so that I can just cope and survive, right? And we all have ways that we cope and survive. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm trying to just put the lens of awareness on, on my purpose and, you know, how I'm utilizing those great things to an extreme. And how is my vulnerability a vulnerability front, right? So if I can show this level of vulnerability, then I can show that I'm living my message. But really, that can still be hiding this part of vulnerability, which is like, the intense self-doubt or the, the moments of total despair or loneliness and, and longing for, for community and feeling like, because I know so much stuff, that shit should be easy. I should be able to feel connected, to create community, to be um, um, understanding exactly what's going on and putting all of the things in place relentlessly and consistently because I tell other people all the time. Um, and a dear friend of mine who I was texting and getting real with uh, the, this morning, he went, oh, maybe, this is, maybe the thing that's happening to you is the thing that you described for somebody else not too long ago. And that thing was, I had a coaching client who was like, I haven't done any of the things that you told me to do. I'm in complete despair. Um, I feel ill. Like, uh, everything's shit. Um, I've, I've gone five steps back, like all this sort of thing. And me and my great coachy wisdom was like, Hmm. A couple of weeks ago, weren't you uh, asking the universe to grow you in some way? You were going, I'm ready, but like grow me. I'm open to growth and, and all of those sorts of things. Um, we sometimes think that growth looks like the, the glamorous version of some of those mud races that people do. Right. And the glamorous version is the mud picture that goes on Instagram. Right. It's not the tears and the snot and all that stuff that's going on beforehand. And so I, in my wisdom, said, well, maybe this is what you asked for. It just looks a little bit different, right? So, so maybe this is the growth that you were yearning for, but it looks like you've taken five steps back or that you feel like shit and you don't know what you're doing. But of course you don't, 
because it's a new range, you know, a new road of growth that you haven't actually um, practiced for yet. You, you don't quite know what's coming around the bend. So you're not going to be the confident version of dealing with growth, right? I know exactly what I'm doing and, and I understand this growth, right? The really tricky bit is when you just don't fucking understand. And I, and I think I text my friend. I was just like, I think I'm tired of growth. I'm tired of growth, exclamation point, exclamation point. Um, and he, in his great wisdom, just turned my own phrases back at me. I hate it when people do that, but it was so wise. Um, and this feels like the next layer of growth for me. And it's not always easy. Growth is hard and it's relentless. And it can be with us every day if we're open to it, right? But what I'm reminding myself of is that this is the path I chose. This is the path that matters to me. And it's not always gonna be easy or it's never going to be easy. Sometimes it feels like it never is. But I also know that the highs are so worth it. And that I can't live, this is what I can't do. I can't live in a company that doesn't fully live its values. I can't work for someone else if I can't fully be myself. Because my, my recovery, my purpose, my mission is to fully be myself. And I'm trying to own up to that again and be aware of what's the next level of fully being myself that I've been avoiding and just try and show up as I, as I fully am, warts and all, right? Um, because perhaps that's what will bring me community and that's what will help people give a language and a voice to what other people might be going through in this world of disconnection and technology and this place where the personal development scene can even be always winning, right? Personal development is, um, there's this kind of cult of it, which is, you know, we, we get the mindset stuff, just be strong, just fail fast, just figure it out. Just like if we understand the sciencey bit, um, then we, can, we, we, we know where we're going and we can inspire and bring other people along the way. But there's this messy bit of personal development that I don't think we always show up as. I think once we're coaches and once we're therapists and once we're sort of growth specialists in whatever way, there's this sense that we need to always be on and that we always need to understand or have like um, the, the, the bow tied around the package, which is going, yes, this is hard and this is the full purpose of it. And I understand the path ahead and everything's lit and I can understand, you know, where I'm headed. When the reality is you might just have one spotlight above you. If you think of a path with, where there's darkness and there's no idea if it's winding, if there's trees, if there's things in, in, in the way, or you, you just can't see the road ahead and you get a light right above you and you're like, all right, I can see just this bit. I got it. I got this bit, right? Um, and then you go, fuck, I can't stay here anymore. Like this feels lonely. This feels uncomfortable. This feels like um, static, right? I got to take one step forward. You don't quite know which way is forward. And then you take one step and then the light kind of moves for, for that little bit, right? And sometimes that's the messy reality of growth is just going, I just know this little bit. I know this little bit. And I'm, with confidence, I can say that, oh, I've, ha I've had worse bits before and I figured it out. Like, that's really what this is. It's going, I've had worse bits and this light thing has, you know, worked for me in the past. And I just know that it's continued forward action. One step forward, 
one step forward, one step forward, right? That's it. And so we've got this evidence of the past showing us that the same will be true and we will be strong enough and we will know how to handle it when it comes up. But I don't care how personally developed we are. We do not see 10 steps ahead, um, uh, honestly or effectively or truthfully, because life's life. We don't know what curveballs are going to be thrown at us along the way. We can work on our mindset and have it figured out, but equally, that, that's just supposed to help us be adaptable, be self-aware, and be open to the truth of growth. Now, the truth of growth is fucking messy. And the truth of growth sometimes means that it feels like you can't get up in the morning, even though you have all the tricks in the book that tell you how you should do that. Sometimes the truth of growth is painful. Sometimes the truth of growth is connecting to sadness um, and to pain and to not being able to, like my good friend Ed Moss says, be pathologically positive all the time as a coping strategy, right? God, that resonated with me. Um, Sometimes it's hard. And sometimes all that you have, and this is going to sound so cheesy, sometimes all you have is that little flame inside you that knows that there's no other way that you can live your life than this way. That's sometimes, that's, at the moment, today, that's all I feel that I have, is the little flame inside me that goes, ah, oh, there's no other way. You can't, there's no other truth for you than going the next step in front of you that is your truth and your knowledge and your next step. And anything less than that or different than that is compromise. It's giving a bit of your soul away. And, you know, what's the, what's the risk in doing that? That's not worth it for me. It's not worth it. And sometimes I veer over there and I go, maybe that's easier. Maybe that sense of community and all these companies I work for as an outsider coming in who talk about, you know, oh, their little social things and their community and their connection uh, things and uh, activities and stuff that they do to bond people as a team, I kind of feel like, oh, is that, that's the bit that I'm missing. But the reality is, all I can do is live my truth day to day, right? And show up fully as who I am and try and reach out and be vulnerable, not just the the nice window of vulnerability that's um, nicely packaged, right? With some good titles about shame and guilt and stuff that's about Brené Brown and uh, looks all researched and and clean, but actually vulnerability is going, I'm single, I'm a single parent, I'm, I'm working as a solopreneur in business, I'm trying to create, curate a team, but work isn't always uh, forthcoming. It's inconsistent. Um, I'm putting myself out to do bigger talks on bigger stages that are about bigger ideas. And I'm like, do I know all the stuff? Can I actually relentlessly you know, push myself to, to, to live my truth and give that to other people? And sometimes it's when we feel the shittiest that it's actually most important to lean into that and actually discuss that and bring that bit out into community. And I think that's what life is teaching me. It's going, put yourself out there when it's not clean. Put yourself out there when it's not perfectly tied up, right? Um, What's going to be possible then as far as your message going out in a bigger way or people connecting to it? Not everyone, someone might hate what I'm saying and just be like, don't bullshit, you're being self-absorbed. Don't care. My gut instinct is telling me that the fact that I couldn't get out of bed this morning and the fact that I was going, shit, let me look for other jobs, right? All of those facts, the fact that I embraced sadness in my therapy session uh, last night and realized that 
there still is a residue. There's still a, a thread of pain from my cult upbringing and from like rape and from just dark stuff and postnatal depression and uh, addiction. Like there's still some residue and some thread of that, 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 that courses through my soul and that causes me pain and that I let go of and don't let go of and all the messy stuff in between, even though I know how to, um, kind of package it in a pretty uh, direct way. I've got a psychologist friend who was like, yes, you know how to, she, she goes, when we talk about this stuff and I challenge you, she goes, you checkmate me in two, in two moves. And I'm like, isn't that a good thing? Uh, and she's like, well, no, because you, you cut off the possibility of exploring it in any other way because you just have a definition of what it means done my brain can override my heart and my soul in two moves right um and i can shut you up uh and i can just keep forward relentless action because obviously that is the only way to survive now i am all for continued forward action there's no part of me that's not for that um i think that's how we um build i think that's how that we we create impact i think more people need to get off their ass and and create their mission and put some work ethic behind it and that's not necessarily the whole truth, right? So people that are in a continued forward action state all the time and can override their heart and soul with their brain, um, sometimes we need to take a little breath. Sometimes we kind of go, well, let, there, it's also messy and it's not always clean and that's okay. And, and my challenge to myself is to show up during those times, not just the clean cut. Everything's wonderful. Business is cool. Uh, sort of times. So community is important. Um, and let me flip this over to you and just at, leave you with some questions, right? And this is off the cuff. I'm just going, let me, let me just let the spirit move me uh, and, and put myself out there in some sort of way. Questions I want to leave you with. What bit of vulnerability or messy area are you hiding? What bit is secret? What bit are you avoiding in order to save space or make you look like you've got the personal, uh, the perfect personal development person sorted, right? Um, what bit's hidden? How can you show up just that one step more on, on that bit? Show a lens on, on the bit that's a bit messy. Uh, and, and there's a line between messy and, and self-pitying. And I don't in any way feel like I'm self-pitying. Um, I'm, I'm not um, saying poor me. Uh, if anything, I just want to highlight what that bit is that is actually part of my growth. And unless I look at it, unless I embrace it and am truthful about that sort of messy piece, growth is going to feel a little bit stunted. And I'm going to be in this loop of personal development that is, is saying the same shit, saying the same shit. And I've actually felt that a little bit recently that I've been saying the same message and the same message and the same message, which is fine, but it's not giving room for evolving. And from moving into, well, what's the new message? What's the evolved message? What else do I know about that I'm not actually saying that is true and, and raw and current? Um, so what bit for you are you maybe holding back? Uh, and, and, and maybe you've got a good little complaint reel about, you know, the lack of connection or not being seen or not feeling supported. And, you know, I'd urge you in, in the spirit of self-awareness to go, well, what part am I playing in that by maybe putting up a few walls or maybe not being relentless in my own uh, search for awareness or bravery, right? I feel like we just got to be brave and show up. 
Um, I'm going to close this. Uh, I feel like it's been cathartic for me. Um, and I want to just connect with everyone and go, if you have that one little flame of truth in you, even if your own brain or everyone around you is going, well, play it safe and uh, that can't be right. And, uh, you know, who is anyone to say, even your own brain, who is my own brain to say that that flame isn't true or that I should just like extinguish it a little bit so that I can have a sense of contrived community or whatever that might be. B, the reality is we need to fan the flame. We need to fan the flame even when there's like storms around us and we don't fucking know how the fuck we're going to keep that flame alive. That's when we like guard it. We fan it. We practice some self-awareness. We allow it to grow and build our own community, right? Build the thing that we feel that we need. And perhaps being our true self will allow that to do that. It will allow us to do that in a much truer way than selling our soul or, or giving that flame up in order to connect superficially. I don't fucking want that. I want to connect for real and I'm gonna connect from that soul place and that heart place. Um, thank you for joining me on this rant. Uh, I feel uh, like I've given myself some therapy and um, like my mission is that bit clearer. What's your mission? Share it with us. Thank you so much for listening.